When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest tonight is an actor you know from The Great Gatsby, The Night Manager, and Tenet. She now stars as Princess Diana in The Crown. Thanks for agreeing to this. Of course. <laughs> we saw the pictures of you in Italy. You, um, well, you all look so happy. If only you knew. It's honestly worse than ever. I'm at a loss for what to do. Is that your wife? Please welcome to The Late Show, Elizabeth Debicki. Nice to see you. Nice to be here. We actually had a chance to have dinner together one night. I don't know if you remember, it was many, many years ago at the Met Gala. I think it was the night that Hiddleston met Taylor Swift. I think, I think, yeah. I was there. yeah. He was yeah. out there popping and locking and yeah, everything. He, sure was. he was on the dance floor <laughs> yeah. working it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, so lovely to get a chance to actually sit down and talk to you for the first so time. So nice. I remember, I remember distinctly talking to you at that dinner because I, fi- I find those things quite difficult and I never know where to sit. And I, well, they tell you where to sit. But, sure, sure, sure. You know, I and never know who to so talk to. And everyone's and so famous and so glamorous. And I just sit there. It's like, it's like the worst version of the school cafeteria for me. I don't know what it, you know. And then you were there, and I, I yeah. But then you were there, and it was quite delightful. Yeah. Now, you play Princess Diana. Uh, talk about someone, the worst version of a school cafeteria. Princess Diana had a rough time in the lunchroom. Uh, in the latest season of The Crown, the resemblance is really uncanny at times. Not so much right here, but when you're in character, and especially when you're in wardrobe of things like this, it's, it's really extraordinary... There's the revenge dress right there. Here it is. Here's... Was there, was there, you know, some of it's the physicality. Was there part of Diana's physicality that sort of was your hook or the part that came easiest for you? Yeah, I mean, 
I, some of it came a little too easy, which was slightly alarming. But, um, but I, we have an amazing movement coach, Polly Bennett, and she's sort of our secret weapon on the crown because so much of that show is about people sort of you getting as close to the essence or the spirit of the person. It's not really an impersonation kind of job. Mm -hmm. But uh, she's amazing because she just makes a space for you to sort of explore all those, uh, all those areas. But... Um, I didn't really have a hook. I know some people had hooks, but now I'm so close to it. I, I'm still shooting it as well, so I, I think I'm doing it all the time. I don't. I have to sort of not do it. Do you have trouble not being her at times? Not, not. Be, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've are you the in rope. character right now? Yes, I am. Who am I talking yeah. to? Am I yeah. talking to Princess Diana yeah. right now? You are, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. No, 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 no. Oh, yes, I love your charity See, it's work. It's really hot. What? <laughs> I really do. I really do. Don't um, get me started. I'll now, do it. Andrew Morton, of course, biographer of Princess Diana, said that he was completely, I think he said he was like sh shocked or like it shook him to see you as Diana. It was so, what did that feel like to have somebody who was so familiar with the character you're playing uh, being so blown away by your inhabiting? Yeah, I, I, I read that the other day. I, um, I, have, I mean, I found it very moving, to be honest. I think when you do a job like that, that's maybe the thing you hope for most, but you might not even let yourself hope that that would happen, you know? You sort of have to stay in your lane and you don't really think about it. So, I, I, yeah. I've heard you talk about there's a connection in your past movies, like some of some really tremendous performances. So here, here you are in The Night Manager there with Hugh Laurie, okay? Here you are, uh, you're playing... Uh, uh, who was uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh's wife? Yes. In that, in uh, the uh, in Tenet, and here you are in The Crown. W what is what is the common thread here, as you described? People with hair, mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. sunglasses. Yes. No, I'm I've cornered the market for sad people on boats. <laughs> I don't know how I did that. I don't, know. I don't know how I did it. The first time I was ever on a fancy boat was with Hugh. Right here, this one? There and, you go. Uh, and I think people saw it and thought, she's, uh, she's great on a boat. Just put her on more boats. <laughs> now, in Tenet, there's a huge dive your character does off the back yeah. of a mega yacht. Is that you? No, it's not me. No. Did in you fact, volunteer? They, they... Did they stop you from doing it? No, I would never. It's so high. But they, they did actually film, film me diving off that little boat, and it was so bad they didn't use it. No, in the other one. In this one? What, what, yeah. This one? And yeah. this one? What did you do? Did you do very... a cannonball? What did you do? No, I tried. I tried so hard, and Chris, Chris Nolan said to me, like, the day off, he said, oh, just dive in. He goes, no, you're Australian, just dive in. And I was like... What does that mean? Why, you know, I don't know, because we all do swimming at school or something. You're Australian, wrestle a crocodile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't me, no. Punch a kangaroo. Yeah. Um, I understand uh, one of my favorite people in the world, recent guest here, the iconic Kate Blanchett is a mentor of yours. How and when did that happen? Well, that was... Uh, I did a play with Kate when I was 22. Mm -hmm. And it was my second ever job. And um, it was in Sydney, because she was running the Sydney Theatre Your Theater second company. gig ever is a play yeah. with Kate Blanchett? I know. How so wow. strange. Wow, as someone who is a young, struggling actor, I don't like you. <laughs> well, I mean... My second gig was not with Kate Blanchett, I promise you. It was actually with Kate Blanchett and Isabel Huppert, which was 
Oh, Incredible. wow. It was, it was a version of The, um, of the Maids by Jean Genet. But so Kate was running the, the Sydney Theatre Company with Andrew at the time, and I, I just, I'd done Gatsby about probably about a year before, and it took a long time for the film to come but out. But Gatsby was your first gig? Well, that's not entirely true. I did have two lines in a very small Australian film called A Few Best Men, and I spent the entire movie looking for sheep. But I was so happy because I didn't have any money, and so I thought, this is great. I bought a laptop, I paid my rent. But then, so actually, it was my third job with Kate. Okay. My third so job. your second gig... I'm getting angrier. Your second gig <laughs> was The Great Gatsby. Is that... Did you, did you audition Down Under? Or did you actually come to the United States for that? Well, I came, I came to the States. I'd never been... To America before, yeah. and I was—I just finished drama school, so I was 20, and I did a screen test in Australia, uh-huh. and I, I didn't—it was like my first screen test, so I didn't know how to do it because we didn't do any film and TV training. We just—it was a very much a theatre school, so I got very, very nervous, and and I remember the lovely reader opposite me—he was reading so, so fast, and I thought, is this what you do in film and TV? You just—you know—you have to talk so fast, and it was—I thought it was diabolical. And then someone sent it to Baz, to Baz's people. And then the beautiful Ronna Crest, wonderful casting agent, somehow fished it out and sent it, sent it to him. Mm-hmm. So they got me over to LA and I'd never been before. And um, I just, yeah, I, I thought it was such a magical and strange place, I, you know. Los Angeles? Yes, what LA. What was the first thing, like, what was the first thing? Like... Um, I went to, a, you know, I, I kind of shuffle. It's a very long way from Australia, so I was very tired and so, I, I was at the Standard Hotel. It's a nice hotel. And I remember I opened the, those sort of dark curtains and there was just billboards everywhere. And I thought, this is, what are they doing? What are they selling? What's this for? You know, it's just strange, right? Anything. Anything. And I, and I, um, I have a distinct memory of sitting, I don't think I'd, maybe I'd ordered room service before or maybe not. And so I thought, well, I guess I'm just here for a night. So I just, I don't know why, but I just thought, I'll just order a huge pizza and have a beer. I, get, I am Australian, so I might just do this on the bed. And then, um, and then the next day, I auditioned for Baz, which was, you know, the first time I ever saw him, I don't think I've ever told anyone this story, the first time I ever saw him was he asked a lovely makeup artist to come to my room to do my makeup for the screen test. I'd never had my makeup done before, so I thought that was kind of bizarre. And then... While this lovely gentleman was doing my face, I heard this knock on the door in the Standard Hotel. I thought, who is that? Like the, you know, I don't know. What, anyway, so I went up to the door and I look in the little peephole and there's Baz Luhrmann's eyeball just staring at me through the thing. And he sort of burst in and there were these dresses. And I mean, he, was, he sort of is so much like his films. That's his energy in life. And, and so that was my audition for that. Do you like the States? I do. I'm so happy to be here, actually. How much time do you spend in the States as opposed to Australia? Uh, well, I'm, I'm hardly ever in Australia anymore, so... Oh. Yeah, but I, li- I live lost. in London. What, you live in London? Or yeah, you don't yeah. live here? No. Oh, oh well. No, I won't. But I would. I'd love to live here sometimes. We'll find you a place. I was here in the summer, and it was so incredibly hot. I don't know how it you do it. It does happen in the summer. It does. It's, but, <laughs> but it's so hot. It doesn't it's... get hot in London? Not like that. It gets hot in Australia. Come I knew on. I was going to say that. No, I know, I know. But, but it's different. It's a different heat here. What is different about it? We say in the well, American it's... Southwest, we say, well, it's a dry heat. That's why we say, oh, it's fine, it's hot, but it's a dry heat. 
It's like a jungle heat here, isn't it? It's crazy. In New York? Yeah, I just think the New York... The concrete jungle is what yeah, we call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do. I, I just think New Yorkers are so tough. And this, you know, I, you are. And I think Australia is, is different, but there's so many things that baffled me. And I think when it's that hot, you get baffled so easily. Like, I've never, I've never worked out how to do the rubbish disposal. Like, I spent all my summer just trying to work out the recycling. New Yorkers still don't know how to yeah. throw away garbage. <laughs> At the end of the day, we just pile it on the streets that's, and say, rats, right. it belongs to they, you. Yeah. Elizabeth, it was so lovely to see you. Thank Pleasure. you for being here. Season five of The Crown is streaming on Netflix now. Elizabeth Debicki, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you.